Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hi, I'm Dr. Sabrina Steerwalt, and I'm Everyday Einstein, bringing you quick and dirty tips to help you make sense of science. On Friday, in more than 3,000 protests worldwide, young people walked out of their classes in a youth-led climate strike. Estimates claim as many as 4 million people participated in the mass walkout. And their demands were clear. It's time to take fast and decisive action to stop climate change so that our children have a future. Over the past 100 years, the average surface temperature of the Earth has risen 1.62 degrees Fahrenheit, with most of that warming happening in the last 35 years. Ocean temps have risen by 0.4 degrees at the surface, and sea levels have risen globally by 8 inches. Glaciers are retreating globally from the Alps to the Himalayas to the Andes from Alaska to Africa, and Greenland and Antarctica have seen hundreds of billions of tons of ice loss. With the effects of climate change being so widespread and irrefutable, does this mean we are too late? Is there still time to slow it all down? Human contribution to climate change is mostly through the emission of carbon dioxide from burning fossil fuels. But even if we stopped emitting all greenhouse gases tomorrow, global temperatures would still continue to rise. That's because of something scientists call thermal inertia. Basically, greenhouse gases continue to live on in the atmosphere. So we'll be paying the price for greenhouse gases we've already emitted decades into the future. Now, the oceans remove the majority of carbon dioxide from the atmosphere over time scales of a century or so, and they have a stored heat capacity. But the remainder of carbon dioxide, some 20 to 35 percent, is removed much more slowly and lingers in the atmosphere for as long as thousands of years. By contrast, methane, another greenhouse gas, only hangs out in the atmosphere for about 10 to 12 years before it's lost to chemical reactions. So if we stopped emitting all greenhouse gases tomorrow, we would still be in store for at least another 0.6 degrees of warming. And that help we get from the oceans to absorb some of the excess carbon dioxide we produce is slowing also. Ocean water, already laden with carbon dioxide, is hesitant to absorb more. Carbon-storing phytoplankton also can't thrive without nutrients brought to them via the natural mixing of layers of ocean water, a mixing that doesn't happen when top layers of ocean water are warmed by the atmosphere and then remain stagnant. So what's the point in trying if the writing is already on the wall? Well, without making any changes to our emissions, climate models predict that we are on track to see a temperature rise of 6 degrees Celsius. That's a whopping 10.8 degrees Fahrenheit. So when is our time up? Scientists have measured levels of atmospheric carbon dioxide by tracing carbon levels found in ice cores, trees, and even coral, dating back 800,000 years ago. 
For millennia, those levels have fluctuated from as low as 160 parts per million to as high as 300 parts per million in an oscillating pattern. In 1950, however, the amount of carbon dioxide in the atmosphere reached 300 parts per million and never went back down. The level is currently somewhere around 400 parts per million. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support so you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. So our environment is used to injections of carbon dioxide and has ways of removing it, as it has done for hundreds of thousands of years. But we are now increasing the atmospheric levels so quickly that the natural processes that act as checks and balances on carbon dioxide in the atmosphere, including photosynthesis and absorption by the oceans, just can't keep up. So climate scientists have recommended that in order to avoid a warming of 2.7 degrees or more, which would mean a drastic difference in global climate, including extensive food shortages and increases in extreme weather, we should aim to curb greenhouse gas emissions globally by 45% by 2030 and 100% by 2050. So net zero emissions in 2050 is the target point, but by 2030, we must be well on our way toward making that a goal a possibility. So can we do what needs to be done? Scientists first understood that increasing levels of carbon dioxide in the atmosphere would lead to rising global temperatures in 1896. We were already observing that temperature increase by the 1930s and watching Arctic ice levels fall by the 1960s. So given how long we've known what was in store, our lack of action so far does not inspire confidence. Cutting carbon emissions to net zero will also likely require a sharp change in our way of life, including disruptive changes to our infrastructure as we switch to cleaner energy sources. But you know what? We've made such major overhauls before like moving to indoor plumbing, paved roads, and, let's not forget, the internet. In addition to mitigating increases in global warming via lowered emissions, our strategy for facing climate change will also likely need to involve some adaptation. The roughly 8% of the world's population that call coastal areas home, for example, may be forced to move inland as sea levels rise. Alternatively, Miami is already installing flood pumps in preparation for more extreme storms. So while 2030 is soon, it's not too late. We will need a globally coordinated response that links local to regional to national to international efforts to move toward cleaner energy sources and more sustainable daily choices. But the science is clear. We know what we have to do. And the future of our planet is worth it. Until next time, I'm Dr. Sabrina Steerwalt, bringing you quick and dirty tips to help you make sense of science. 
You can become a fan of Everyday Einstein on Facebook or follow me on Twitter, where I'm at QDT Einstein. If you have a question that you'd like to see on a future episode, send me an email at everydayeinstein at quickanddirtytips.com. Listen and subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can get fascinating science insights delivered straight to your inbox by subscribing to the monthly Everyday Einstein newsletter. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.